What's going on, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of Outside the Arena with Rob and Griff. I'm Griffin Senek, joined by my co-host, Rob Goldberger. Before we get started today, um, I just want to go ahead and say, please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on subscribe to the channel. Um, last video did extremely well, um, our last podcast. So we're hoping that we have a lot of viewership for this one. So if you're new here, drop a subscribe. We're going to be having a lot of content coming out, a lot of interviews, a lot of our weekly episodes have been going strong now over a year and a half. So drop a subscribe. I promise it's worth worth the wait. We'd greatly appreciate it. Comment what you want to see, like the video, do all that. But with that being said, um, we're going to jump right in today. And this last week in sports has been um, an incredible week. I mean, the amount of game sevens going on right now throughout the NBA and the NHL is just, it's astonishing. We got, you know, the Rangers, New York Rangers. I was watching that game. I mean, playoff hockey, neither. I mean, you, you're, Somewhat of a hockey fan, a little I'm bit. Not, I, I, if I'm being 100% honest, I used to be, and I haven't been as hot into it because the Flyers have just been so bad, and it's just like definitely yeah. more of a focus on the other three sports. But I, I, I still, you know, I'll, I'll still watch games. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not a hockey guy myself. I've been watching these games. Playoff hockey is, uh, you know, it, it's up there with – with with. No, yeah, I make, get, sure honestly. For, uh, I make sure it's in. For- um, but obviously we've had the NBA. Essentially all these series are wrapping up where – filming this right now 8 30 at night you'll probably my guess is the dallas phoenix game which right now 34 22 in the second quarter you know it might be wrapping up when this episode comes out so for all you watching um we're not going to be able to have um game analysis on that game per se but we are going to be talking about all the other series and we'll start we'll just go in chronological order with how they ended so unfortunately for you rob we're gonna have to start with your philadelphia 76ers um who did not win against miami heat you know Philadelphia, the first two games of this series, Joel Embiid was out, obviously was never 100% in this series and was never able to uh, to be his true self. You know, James Harden had some erratic play. Tyrese Maxey was, you know, pretty good, but, um, you know, struggled. I, th- I think it was game six he struggled in or game uh, five yeah, I mean, he struggled in. Look, um, just, just, just what are your thoughts? I mean, I said to you before we started recording that it was always just going to be tough when Embiid, you know, was playing for two potentially season-ending injuries. It's it's just it's it sucks because like it he has like this soft label and he's like the opposite of soft in my mind like I don't know he just we're just so unlucky every single year and like Harden wasn't good enough obviously but like I'm also pretty sure he's kind of hurt like like he can't yeah. play, like Griff like he can't play a full forty eight dude like I think it's he's just at that point in his career. No, nah, so I don't agree because, bro, this man has a serious injury that he James rushed back. He rushed back from his hamstring. We'll see. We'll see. He still has a hamstring issue. We'll see. He still had 22, 8, and 10 this year. We'll see, though. But he wasn't good enough in the playoffs. He wasn't going to – look, Doc is just They'll never win a championship as long as he's there. That's the bottom line. I hate to say it. No matter how good you are. He's the worst coach in the league. Can I rant? Can I rant? (laughs) Can I say something and then then you can drop a rant? Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, So I think, I mean, this series, you know, we've talked about it. Joel Embiid being out and Philadelphia not being able to steal one of those games in in Miami early on. I mean, I kind of. It was going to be hard once that kind of happened for Philadelphia to really win this with Joel not being himself. And, you know, he couldn't be as aggressive in this series. You know, he, he played very well, but at the end of the day, he couldn't be that same guy just because 
if he's going in and playing as aggressive as probably he was beforehand, you know, he was going to really hurt himself and really risk a, you know, a, he's already having severe injuries, but like a severe, severe injury where it's like career threatening and like not life threatening, but like could alter a lot in his life. So it's like, he had to be careful. James Harden. I mean, you know, I think the question and people at the deadline when they acquired James Harden, this is where I think it is, you know, thought that he would be, you know, he was really penciled in to be that second true superstar. And in these playoffs, he wasn't. And if you look at, I mean, the comparisons to, you know, the fourth quarter with Ben Simmons, I mean, it's, it's weird and scary. And, you know, he didn't show up in, in, in this series really when they needed him to, I mean, yeah, they so needed him to win one of those games in Miami. He just needed, you know, they needed a vintage hardened performance and he just didn't do it. Um, you know, it wasn't yeah, let, me, let me just say, let me say one thing. Let me say one thing. Like, um, the Miami Heat are very good. They're better than I thought they were, if I'm being honest. Um, I, like, I've gone back. That Duncan and, Robinson contract might be the worst in, in the NBA. Yeah, but, dude, like, like, Jimmy Butler is that dude. He um, is, Jimmy Butler is proving that he is, like, elite, elite in these NBA playoffs. Well, it's just the issue is, like, like, bro, I just, oh, man, like, Trey Young. Had like eight average, like ten points a game, dude, against them in the first round. That's the thing. So, like, I don't know if I'm ready to like make this whole referendum on him, especially in the first two games of the series. Like, that we 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 intentionally played DeAndre Jordan in two games. Though, at the end of the day, we intentionally played him. Yeah, I mean, I think that at the end of the day, Philadelphia. You know, they've got a, a good group of guys. I mean, Danny Green, obviously, what, he tore his ACL in, in the last game of the series. Yeah, so I don't know what his contract situation is. Is he yeah, a free it's, agent? It's $10 million non-guaranteed dollars, so he'll be out of here. Yeah, so he's gone. I mean, Max no, no, yeah, looks like that, an emerging well, let star. Let me just say, like, we'll see what happens with Harden. I mean, Tobias I actually is think that the dead one money issue, at this point. The, I, I think the number one issue with this team is, like, they have no depth. Their, de- their lack of depth got completely exposed. It did. Yeah, they have Matisse. no bench. Matisse is not. In- He's bad. People, That's what I'm saying. People killed me for this. I said this. I said this on the podcast too, like six months ago. That like Matisse is not a playoff player at all. At all, he's not. He got exposed last. The best year thing Matisse is the best thing Matisse has done in the NBA is those bubble vlogs. At the end of the day, I mean, those were good vlogs. Yeah. I mean. Since then, it's just been downhill for the man. I just think, like, I'm just disappointed because George's Niang just, what was he doing? He was an excellent shooter during the regular season. He's one of the best three-point shooters in the league. Just, I don't know. We just got exposed to the lack of depth. And look, I think, I think we, I think people don't understand, like, you're going to slander me for this, but, like, this franchise was so much better was in a much better spot than they were six months ago. Much better spot. Because I mean, you would bet- Definitely. I think Ben Simmons, I mean, that was just a cancerous situation with him and, and everything going on. Like, I think the Harden trade was always worth the risk. Always. I The Harden trade, I think, was a great trade because at the end of the day, Ben Simmons wasn't playing for them. Ben Simmons wasn't going to play for them. And Ben Simmons, it was just a, a loser with him. Well, he's a loser. Disaster. Yeah, I mean, the way things are until he steps on the floor again, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Obviously, he had back surgery now, but like Andre Drummond trade, is out of Brooklyn. He's out of Brooklyn. 
yeah, Andre Drummond is leaving. Seth Curry will Seth Curry is a free agent after next year. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, look, James. At the end of the day, Harden wasn't good enough in this series to make up for Joel Embiid being injured. No, the Miami Heat are are better than people thought, and and are truly a, a you know Jimmy Butler is truly able to go to toe to toe with probably most superstars at this point in the NBA uh, from what we've seen. And, you know, at the end of the day, they've built a, a really good team that, you know, Kyle Lowry was out for a lot. I, I mean, he was out this game six and he was, he was, who knows what Kyle Lowry, I mean, he just seems like he's injured all over the place, but man, Miami is uh, I mean, Jimmy Butler is making a case to be one of the better players right now in the NBA. And it's fun Mavs to see Max Struess as well. As Max Struess with, uh, you know, really, looks like a potential superstar in the making. I mean, not superstar, but like not superstar, a good role player, player, solid role player, quality player, quality player, quality player. player. I don't know about I don't know. Anything else you want to say? I mean, this series kind of happened a little bit ago, but no, yeah. I mean, I think that's it. Sixers got to address the depth and fire doc is my main message. I don't think they'll fire doc, unfortunately, but no, no, I'm not saying what I'm advocating for it. Fires. I agree. Right now, Dallas is up 17 points. I know. I'm aware. Luka Doncic, 12-3, Spencer Dinwiddie, 16 points. Spencer Dinwiddie, 16 points. Get out of here. That might, I mean, Devin Booker, two points. Chris Paul has one point in 14 minutes. Jeez. Chris Paul, man. Joker. All-time, Joker. All-time. And Scott Joker. Foster's not even repping this one. No, he's not. Who is it? No, Kane Fitzgerald was terrible today, though. I didn't see. I didn't get to watch most of that game. But um, let's go on to the next series, which, you know, it was a weird series. Obviously, John Morant getting injured. You know, he put up – John Morant, what was it, game two, put up that, you know, incredible performance. Yeah. Um, goes down. I mean, the, the Grizzlies really look good. I mean, at times, you know, Dylan Brooks really put up a strong performance. Desmond Bain throughout these playoffs. I mean, Desmond Bain, this man is a, a bona fide stud. He's actually – a uh, you know, if you if I want to say superstar in the making, not superstar maybe, but very very good, you know, all star caliber potential player in Desmond Bain. He he looks like a stud. Um, Golden State though, back in the conference finals. I mean, this Golden State team, it's just I, I don't know if I've seen a team this deep in a very long time. I mean, every player in this rotation. I mean, their next not five guys good, off the they're bench. They're not that, that good. Ring. They're not that good though. Come on, they're not that good. The Celtics would whoop them up and down the court. I don't think I think the Celtics are overrated, for being honest. You pick them to lose to the Nets. The who? The Celtics. The Celtics. You pick the Celtics to lose to the Nets. I know. I'm saying they're overrated. I don't think they're that good. That's a bad I think team. they're good, but they're one of the finals. I think, I think the Mavs State, are I'm just, all I'm saying is this Golden State team, like if you look at the their rotation and then their next five guys off the bench, like like I'm looking at I'm looking at their box score right now. Every player I'm seeing on this list, they don't really have like a, a the issue true, is like that they could, definitely, they could definitely still be the best team remaining though, even though they're not that good. Game six, Clay man. I mean, eight for fourteen from three. I mean, this, Clay Thompson is their variable because Clay Thompson this year has not been. That's very what I'm good. saying though. Like if he Clay has Tom- not been himself, <laughs> and obviously no one expected him to be. He's you know coming off a two year layoff. You know, game six he really looked good. If Clay Thompson can be very good, this team is is going to be really tough to stop with guys like Wiggins. I mean, Kevin Looney had 22 rebounds. I don't even know that to be honest. Kevon Looney, Looney is a monster, dog. Come on, I, I'm giving the man his props. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm just saying. Draymond Green. I mean, Jordan Poole. I mean, 
a lot of studs are on this team at the end of the day. And I think that, you know, I mean, it, Luke, I mean, the whole Lucas, Luca versus them would be fascinating. I think the Suns versus them would be a great series. But I mean, at the end of the day, no one expected Memphis to win this series, even with Ja healthy at the end of the day. And it's tough to really talk about this series because obviously Ja was out, but like, Memphis, I think, is a good young team. They need a. I, think we have they to need, talk I don't know about how what do you think they are without Jada. They they high key are better. <laughs> like, um, it's not like a small sample size. They're like twenty five and four. I mean, what do you think this team needs right now? Memphis, Check another star, another star, and they're there. Realistically, and I think if you had, if you have, you know, Jaw Desmond Bain, I think Desmond Dylan Bain, my really Desmond Bain is like, he's very good. Could he be better than Ja? Come on. All right. Don't disrespect Ja. Ja is <laughs> no, no, an elite, no. elite player. No, but, he is. Um, he's, great. he's a great player. Ja, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks. I mean, Jaron Jackson. I think Jaron Jackson. I'll be honest. I think he's just. No, come on. Don't slander Jaron. He's a good player, but I don't know if he's. He, I'm looking at like. He was a top he, three pick, to be fair. Like, if. The, I, I just think this team needs. I don't know where they would put another star because, like, I like Desmond Bain. I like Dylan Brooks. Like, I like both those guys. Like, Jaron uh, Jackson. Me, Dylan like, Brooks is not a starter on, a, like, a championship team, though, by no means whatsoever. Jaron Jackson's not either, though, if we're being honest. Or Steven Adams. If Kavon Looney is, then Jaron Jackson certainly is. Are the Warriors a championship team? Well, you just suggested that a couple of minutes ago. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It, I think the Grizzlies – I don't know where they would need a second star. I like Desmond Bain. I don't think they would – maybe, I guess, oh forward. God. The Suns I think have, they need a forward. Griffin, the Suns have 25 points with four minutes left in the, set, in the first half. That's, <laughs> that's atrocious. They're down eight. I think that game's over, if we're being honest. Yeah, they're down I think the, the Suns are having an all-time bad performance right now. Yeah. What's the box score look like? Seven turnovers for Phoenix. They're shooting 25%. Man. Chris Paul, man, one point at half, potentially. Devin Booker uh, hasn't made a field goal. Man. Luka Doncic and Spencer. Spencer Dinwiddie's really found himself with, with Dallas. Man. Bro, that, that trade, if that trade wins them a title. I don't think they'll win the title, but man, Dude, I mean, if they have the if best Luka, player, left, they have the best player left. They can absolutely win it. Uh, yeah, I, him and Tatum would be close, in my opinion. I think Tatum. I would, think he's way better than Tatum. I think he's better, but I, and think, I think Tatum like, is a top like seven, eight player, and I think he's still way better than Tatum. Well, speaking of Jason Tatum, um, you know, Boston—they played, and it wasn't even Jason Tatum that played amazing today. It was Grant with. Grant Williams of all human beings that shot the lights out of the ball. I mean, seven for 18, you know, Peyton Pritchard played really well. I mean, Jason Tatum, give the props. 20, 23, six. He played very good. Whatever Pritchard. (laughs) Last time his name will probably be ever read on the podcast, but um, Marcus Smart. I mean, (laughs) this this Boston team, I I know I kind of gave him a little, I think people are acting like they're like this unstoppable force. And I think they're a very good team. I think they'll beat the Miami Heat. You know, I mean, I I don't know. I There's just something about this team that I'm just not like, 
I just don't think they're – I don't know what it is, to be honest. It's very weird. This team played a great series. You know, they've got a lot of good pieces. You're just a hater. I guess I'm just a hater, maybe. I, I guess that's what it is. I mean, Giannis wasn't good enough, 25-20-9 and nine at the – what do you mean he wasn't good enough? 25, 20, and 9. Be they lost by 20. I mean, it's not good enough. I, I don't know. Giannis I think, look, I think, I think if Giannis Chris Middleton is an all-time was... series, dude. Giannis? Dude, they didn't have I their second-best player. I understand. I'm getting to that. Ten, but look, at the no, end of the day, 10 for, 10, 10 for 20. I'm not slandering Giannis. I think Giannis is the best player in the NBA. I think he's yeah. the best player in the world. 25, 20, and 9. I'm, it's like partly a joke. Like, it's, it wasn't good enough. Uh, my, it's bad, my bad, my bad, my um, bad. I mean, he did shoot 10 for 26 for a, play, for a player of his – for his game, that's not good. 10 for 26 is not good, any way you put it. That's almost – you know, it's not good. But he still had a, a very good performance. I just think, you know – and I was going to get to that. Chris Middleton being out. I think if he's healthy, the Bucs win this series, and the Bucs probably win the NBA Finals, again, if we're being honest here. Um Unfortunate, but that's that's how the NBA works. The Bucks have their title from last year. Obviously, they they're not going to repeat. Um, Serge Ibaka, I'm assuming, was hurt since he didn't play. I, I honestly, yeah. So, guys are banged up. You've got you know, Pat Cunningham playing 32 minutes. He's a good player, but he shouldn't be seeing that many minutes in an elimination game. Um, I mean, I mean, what are your thoughts on? I mean, I. The Bucs are a good team. They'll be back next season. I have no doubt about it. But for Boston, I mean, what do you think? Do you think this team right now is the best team that's left in this playoffs? Probably, but I don't know if that means they'll win the title. That's kind of my feeling. Like, I just don't think they're going to win the title. Bro, I'm kind of inclined to say the Mavericks, though, at this stage. <laughs> because, like, if they, they beat the, the Suns, if they beat the Suns, I mean, it just is like, that shows that what kind of team they are. I mean, this team is. They're good as fuck. Like, <laughs> the language, but they're very good. Oh, my God. I, I'm enjoying, I love, them. I love, I hope they matter. That's the team right now I'm cheering for the most, I think. It's just a fun yeah. team, and I love Luka, Luka, and it's such a. Luka legacy ring, for sure. Oh, my God. It, I, they need, I, ring at like, what, 22, 23? They need to get that man another superstar, though. Like yeah, no, nah, but if they win a title, bro, they're about to start a dynasty down there. Well, the even now, I mean, the craziest part is Luca is better than Dirk ever was by a lot too. Uh, well, probably, but like, it's I think it's a tough thing to say because like Dirk was Dirk at the end of the day and like was so elite, but like yeah, it's just also the nature of the position. I think it's part of the reason too. Like Dirk, like, yeah, you could have like a forward, like a LeBron James, who's just like this dominant freak, but like Dirk wasn't, yeah. Dirk was, I mean, he was a center essentially, I would say. I mean, he played power, power forward. He was a four. Like, he was more of a center than a, a, a small forward, if you had to say, right? So no, this yeah, play style lends that, itself to like, when you have like a dynamic guard like Luca, he's just going to be so elite, you know, at the end of the day. Um, where the Suns are going out sad. This is embarrassing. It really is. But real quick about the Celtics. I mean, I think that they are uh, – I mean, look, it, I think they'll beat the Miami Heat. I, I think – I think my prediction would be like six games or so, I think. Yeah, I, I would think agree Maybe that. even five. Uh, I mean, I think Miami's so better annoying. than people give them credit for. Um, I think they're pesky. And I think Jimmy Butler, the way he's playing, I would say Jimmy Butler's 
right now the best player in this series. I don't know if that's a hot take, but no, nah, it's definitely Jason Tatum. I think, I think in general, I'm I I think Jimmy Jason Tatum is definitely better than Jimmy Butler. But the way Jimmy okay. Butler's been playing, fair, I, fair, I, fair. I, I lean Jimmy Butler at the moment. Um, I think Tatum's the better player. I think Boston's the better team, but you yeah, never know with Miami. They've it's really, it's going to be a defensive battle. That's for sure. And that's, what's really interesting about it is, is what's going to happen at the end of the day. Um, I don't know what Kyle Lowry's deal is. Is he going to be able to play in the series? I don't think they want him to play. <laughs> I, that, I mean, Owen and two, when he didn't play four and oh, they're six and oh in the playoffs. He doesn't play. That's insane. Um, all right. We'll move on to this last series here. Um, Man, oh, man, the Dallas Mavericks are up 20 points, 21 points. This is insanity. I mean, they're going to win. I, I think this game's over. It's going to be a blowout, I think. Yeah, Cameron Johnson is the Suns' leading scorer with five points. <laughs> Chris Paul in 17 minutes is one point. Devin Booker in 18 minutes is two points. This is a – I mean, this is an all-time embarrassing performance. Frauds. They're frauds because they're frauds. They're frauds. I mean, they were in the finals. It's hard to call them frauds, but like, this is an all-time embarrassing loss if it holds out this way. All-timer. I mean, this is Chris Paul is viewed as a top three point guard of all time. Am I? Yeah. My Kim Magic and Steph Curry is probably the agree. How people would be not in that order, obviously. Chris Paul is greater than those two. Number three. Yes, but um, I mean, this is like a. I mean, I don't want to overreact here, but the one boo. point in the first half is like now nah, they won sixty-five games, dude. You can overreact. Like they won sixty-five games. One point months. in the first half, like I don't know if you can say Chris Paul is a top three point guard all time if he never wins a ring. I'll be honest, because because of a performance like this, this guy is, has been so elite during the season. But this Luka is an embarrassment. Luca has twenty points. 21 points Luka and nine rebounds at the Luka, half. Luca is probably better than Chris Paul all time. <laughs> <laughs> if, no, if, if Luca wins a ring this year, like, it's probably – like, Luca will win. He's also – The thing is, dude, that dude, that dude steps his game up in the playoffs. He's one of oh, the best – Is he the best playoff performer in the league right now? I think he probably is. Him or Giannis. Yeah, no, he Giannis. is Griffin. Right now, Giannis and and him are close. I mean, you can't put LeBron up there, but like obviously, when LeBron's there, oh, LeBron oh, oh, is... when LeBron played, like that's yeah, that goes yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, dude, if they get him a second star. That's a dynasty. This is just, is I, I'm in shock guy. right now. Chris Paul in 18. Devin Booker in 20 minutes has not made a field goal. Devin Booker and Chris Paul in the first half not made a field goal. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> Get these frauds out of here, dude. They went to six with that terrible Pelicans team, dude. No, they they weren't terrible though. No, the Pelicans weren't terrible, dude. If the if Zion actually means they probably would have beat them. Play there. That Pelicans team is a top four team in the Western Conference. Top four, I would say the Nuggets are better than them. The Warriors are no, better than them. the Nuggets. The Nuggets are getting Jamal and MPJ back next year. 
Yeah, but we've seen them run those three out there before, and it's it's been the same story every year. Not and you really me. think Michael Porter Jr. is going to be healthy? Like, Michael Porter Jr. is the most injury-prone player, more than Zion, even. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Luca is 23 years old, dog. That's crazy. Luca is, is they're up by they're up 50 to 27. <laughs> Luca's Spencer Dinwiddie 50, is 21. It's 52, 51 to 27. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. 54 to 27. 54 to 27. <laughs> Luka Doncic has 24 points. Spencer Dinwiddie has 21. Oh that game God. is over. Yeah, that's way over. Not even close. I, I, I think that the way that the Sixers went out was definitely better than that. I mean, this is an all. Rob, this first half from Devin Booker and Chris Paul is one of the worst first halves I mean, Devin Booker right now is shot. 57 to 27. 57 to 27. Luca has 27 points. <laughs> They're up 30, Rob. This is horrid. What am I watching? But Luca has 27 in the first half. And Spencer Dinwiddie has 21 points. They're winning it all. <laughs> Maxi Kleeb offensive rebound. What a joke. <laughs> How do you like let that happen? Twenty at home. The Phoenix is at home. At home. Oh my god. I mean, I guess so. I guess we can talk about that because that game's over. Um, yeah, that game is over, and we can just say that Luka Doncic is different gravy. Top. I mean, look. I'm trying to think of like how to rank these top players in the NBA, but Luka Doncic is a top five player. No question. I would say that the only guys that are like on his level or above his level are like Giannis and Bede Jokic. That's it. LeBron. Giannis and Bede Jokic, LeBron. Dude, the top tier of the NBA right now is just insane. Giannis, LeBron, Jokic, Katie, Luka, and uh, who am I missing? And Bede. Yeah, I mean. that's a, Those are the top six guys right now, no question, I think. KD is on fraud watch for the time being, though. He was injured. Katie's been injured ever since that Achilles. Oh, so it works for Harden, but it it works for KD, but not for Harden, Griff. What if I just say KD is aging? But when KD's playing right now, he's been elite. When Harden's playing right now, he's not been elite. They had the same amount of good games in that series, though. In their series. James James Harden just dropped like 11 in games. Let's come back. Um, All right. Yeah, but Katie dropped. Katie shot like nine of like twenty. Katie had a bad series. I agree. Katie had a horrific series. I, I'm not disputing that. Um, but I agree. I agree. I just cannot believe the Dallas Mavericks right now. Um, wow. So Dallas will win. I, I don't. I, I. I think. I agree. I think they're going to beat the Warriors. I, I just think Luka Doncic is too good, and, and the way Spencer Dinwiddie's playing right now. I just cannot believe Chris Paul and Devin Booker did not make a shot in the first half. Over 11 combined. Yeah, that's one of the most embarrassing things I've ever heard. Like, this is one of the most embarrassing losses ever. <laughs> Dallas only has four assists in the first half. That's insane. 
They're up 30, and they have four assists in the first half. They're down by 30, bro. <laughs> well, here's the – John Grant just tweeted, Suns look shook. Stop tweeting, huh? Ja tweeted that? Yeah. Dude, I think Luca. I think that I. I honestly agree. I think that I think the Dallas. Luca and the Suns are tied. Luca and the Suns are tied. Luca and the Suns are tied at halftime. <laughs> half. Twenty-seven and a half is insane. I mean, Phoenix. Phoenix may not hit seventy points if we're being honest. Hold on, I'm about to watch highlight. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, you got to see this. Hold on, on the screen. Man. Hopefully, oh, well, yeah, no one's gonna be. Copyrighted. We're not going to get copyrighted. Don't worry. Did you see that? He dropped them. Too Insane. good. Insane. But yeah. All right. We're going to talk some MLB. This has not been the longest podcast, so we'll uh, we'll hit MLB up for a little bit. Um, uh, I, think- I mean, the MLB world right now is, is pretty fascinating. I mean, as painful as it is to say, the New York Yankees right now are the best team in baseball. Um they are just playing out of their mind. Um, it's an unsustainable rate for that team. But, I mean, their pitching right now has just been insane. Angels have been amazing. Um, you know, the Phillies really had a good series this weekend. The Mets have been, you know, a little shaky as of recent, if I'm being honest. I mean, their offense has kind of died down a little bit, and their pitching is, you know, a little banged up right now. Um, so the Mets are in a little bit of trouble potentially. Um, I mean, what are your thoughts? I mean, I'll be honest, the Los Angeles Angels right now are, are the team that has shocked me the most. I'm really surprised with how they've been playing. Um, but what about you? What I mean, the Yankees, too. I did not think the Yankees would be in. I thought the Yankees would be a very good team, but not anywhere where they're playing at right now. But we'll talk about them in a second. Other than the Yankees, um, you know, what surprised you so far? I mean, I said it last time, but the Angels are really good. I mean, they've been even better since, I think, our last podcast, Griff. They're like, what, 24 and 13? 24, yeah, 24 and 13. I mean, the NLS is going to be a hell of a race between those two teams this year. Mike Trout, finally. At the end of the day, I mean, I think we all just want to see Mike Trout with a competent baseball team. Do we not? Do we not? Mike Trout. I mean, they have the two. Going into the season, because the way Otani's played, he's not been a top two player. But going into the season. You'd imagine. You would think so. You would have to think so. But um, Mm -hmm. going into the season, I think consensuously, that's probably – I mean – Maybe like a guy like a Bryce or a Vlad Guerrero, you'd, you'd consider maybe even Degrom. But like, I'd say that that would be my top two players in the MLB coming into the year that they have. I mean, it's it's crazy that they've been missing the playoffs all these years. And I get Trout was hurt last year, but I mean, this team. I mean, they also have a lot of other sources of offense. I mean, Taylor Ward has just been insane this year. I mean, he's playing out of his mind. You got you know guys like Jared Walsh there who are you know he's a quality player. Um, Anthony Rendon really just looks. Lost. I, I don't know what's happened to really him at this point. Nah, he's, um, he's washed. So, speaking seems of like lost. He's just washed. Yeah. Yeah. I, speaking of washed, I didn't know if you were going to say anything. But um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just standing here. Yeah, I'm standing there. Sorry. They, they've got a good ball club. They finally have some bullpen pitchers too. I mean, Rysel Iglesias, Aaron Liu, um, Ryan Tapera. I mean, it's a, it, they have a, a really good group at the back end of that bullpen. So, and their starting pitching's held up so far. I mean, Noah Syndergaard has looked good. Um, who are their other pitchers? I, I, to be honest, they, I mean, obviously Otani. Um, you know, they've, they've had a really successful year so far. I think they'll be a playoff team. Um, and we'll see what, you know, can their offense carry them? I mean, it's been a fun team to watch. They've been hitting so many home runs. It, it's really yeah. been a fun, 
a fun team to watch. And I think it's good for baseball when a team, when Mike Trout's team is good. I mean, it's, it's never a good thing for the sport when the best player has not made the playoffs in like eight years. I mean, it's just insane. Um, and that's been happening for quite a while. Yeah. I mean, we went, I remember we went uh, probably, when was it like three, four years ago when we went to Angel Stadium together? Yeah. And we were laughing at the like, fact that Mike Trout hadn't been to the playoffs. And like, do you remember years. those, do you remember those obnoxious fans? Oh my word. And we were just all, come on, you guys. I remember the security, how crazy they were. They were crazy, like on top of like everything. And you got to remember this. This is like a core memory. Um, Like these angel sins are so annoying behind us. Oh, when we were up top. Yes. 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 And we were trying to, you tried to sneak in. Did you get into the suite that time? Was that you? I even go with, I went with Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. You guys went in the suite. Um, I got in. I I think it was like Mike Trout came up to. This is for all the viewers out there. I apologize if you're watching. This is just us ranting and raving. Um, But yeah, some personal memories. I mean, this is that was a fun, a fun trip. I remember, dude. I was right there for Mike Trout's autograph. Like literally, like I was reaching over some like five like little girls, but like I was so close, man, to getting his autograph. I remember. Yeah, and somebody got elbow. Was that one? So I feel like someone got it. Did someone get it on the trip? I think someone did, probably. Not me, sadly. I think it was one person or something like that. Yeah, I have I have another one, but uh not not, not from that trip. I got some good ones though on those trips. I, I looking back, I got hater when when we were in uh, yeah DC at uh but you were you you weren't on the trip then, right? For DC, were you? No, I wasn't. I wasn't on DC. You left, yeah. Very crazy times. Um <laughs> With that, um, I mean, Boston's been really bad. That's one storyline that I know of. Uh, and, I mean, Marcus Simeon, man. Talk about an all-time heist. I mean, yeah. this guy's been god-awful. I mean, it, it's almost yeah, – he's got, he's got his money. Exactly. So, he didn't give a damn. But, um, man, oh, man. I mean, Cincinnati Reds lose on a no-hitter today. That was pretty cool. Pretty cool to see. Um, all right, let's talk about the Yankees. Um I mean, the way yeah. they're playing right now, it's pretty astonishing how good this team is. I mean, Garrett Cole's bounced back since the early struggles. Nestor Cortez has been amazing. Montgomery's been pretty good. Sevy's been, you know, probably the worst out of the rotation, to be honest. Um, their lineup, you know, Judge looks amazing. I mean, Judge is a top five player, um, and, and he's staying healthy, and he's going to make probably more than he got offered, which is, uh, you know, I thought he should have taken that deal. He's proven me wrong. Uh, I mean, they've got so many bashers in that lineup. Yep. My question to you, Rob, I mean, they're obviously at such a hot start right now. Do you think this team, I mean, for me, I, I just think I've seen the same team. They, they, I feel like they've run this team out there for four years in a row or something like that now, <laughs> and they've never won, you know, they haven't won anything with it. Do you think this team is, is truly a different version of this Yankees team, or do you kind of expect the same result we've been seeing these past few years from the Yankees? That's like, I don't know. It's kind of impossible to tell after 35 games. Like, well, what's your thoughts on it right now? If you had to give an opinion on it. You think this is a truly different version of the Yankees or they're just playing? I'll hope that they're I, – I, I'll say they're, they're the same old team. Same old team. Because I hate them. I mean, what, what else can you say? No, but I mean, the, the issue is like Nestor Cortez looks like a legit number one like guy. I get it. It makes no sense. He was kind of a meme too, and now he's now he's actually good. He was just like yeah. now that Cortez is actually really good. So we'll see. I mean, we'll see a spider track man can recover and be his former self. But I mean, look, I mean, Stan 
it, if Judge is mashing and he's healthy, it's different. I mean, we'll just see if he can stay healthy over the course of 162-game season. I mean, I think that's sort of what they there before. I think – I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But, I mean – I think – I think that – I think that this year they have the best shot they've had in recent years to come out. I think it's also because the competition in their division is not as strong as we all expected it to be. The Red Sox are terrible. How about the Blue Jays? The Blue Jays aren't all that. Because I think I, including myself, I thought the Blue Jays would be a lot better than they are right now. I think people just underestimate. I mean, Kevin Gossman's kind of, I, I equivalent him almost to Robbie Ray, but the production that Marcus Simeon gave that team last year, it's just not replaceable at the end of the day. And Vlad Guerrero, how good he was, he's been good, but he's just, it's not this. And the part of the problem probably is how dead these balls are. I mean, nothing's going out of the yeah. park. I mean, it's impossible to be doing what he was doing last year. Um, Matt Chapman, I mean, he's it's same old, same old with this guy, you know, that dead average hits some dingers and, and plays good defense. Um, the rotation's been fine. Yeah, they, they're definitely – and their bullpen's kind of been a mess, so they're not as good as I thought for sure. I agree with you on that. I think the Yankees right now, if I had to say, I mean, I think that – I think that their rotation is very interesting. I think that's their wild card because if their rotation can continue to somehow pitch like this, obviously the level Nestor Cortez is at right now is not sustainable. <laughs> but, like, if they can continue to be one of the best rotations in the bigs when healthy, yeah, this team is different at the end of the day. They haven't had a pitching rotation that's been, like, that good in recent years and that's part of the problem i mean i think the lineup is kind of same old same old i don't think it's really changed i think they're probably playing a little definitely higher than their pay grade right now i think it's the pitch the starting rotation that's going to be the wild card for this team um i think that it's between them and the astros or angels to come out of the al i i, I think that i don't think any team in the central is very good i think they're all first run exits if any whoever comes out of the playoffs in that division the Rays have proven that they're, you know, good, but they're just, you know, a cheap team that, you know, they'll maybe win a series, but they're not going to make – they made the World Series the 60-game year, but yeah, they're probably not going to do it again. Yeah. Blue Jays just don't seem good enough. I don't think they'll win in a playoff series. Mariners are frauds. So then you got the Angels and Astros, who I – you know, I think the Astros are always a legit team. And they're Justin Verlander being back, and their lineup is just so good. Probably and the Angels – For being real. Huh? They'll probably win the AL again, if we're being honest. The Astros, yeah, probably, honestly. I mean, I, I'd still say they're probably the team to beat. Um, Angels, that superstardom, though, is just unmatched, potentially. And I think that's that's a wild card. I just don't know if that Angels starting pitching is good enough to compete with those other two teams. So I'd say the Yankees are, are a top-two team in the AL right now. Um, yeah. And a top three top three or five team in the, in the MLB. I mean, I think right now that – Top five teams in the MLB, you have the Yankees and the Astros, and then the Dodgers. I'm trying to think. I don't feels, want to... It feels better. feels better now. I think the top five teams right now in baseball, probably Yankees, Astros, Angels, Mets, Mets and Dodgers, Dodgers. Yeah, and, and the Brewers are, are at six Giants. Or so. The Giants are pretty good, too, I would say. Padres are playing good, but I don't think the Padres are going to Thoughts on the Giants, Griff? I think that their pitching is very good. I don't think their lineup's good enough to win them anything in the playoffs. Yeah, that's fair. I think that it's the same with the Brewers. I just don't think that the lineup is good enough. You want to talk about the uh, Mets and Phils? So yeah, I mean, we can talk about it. We'll wrap. We'll end on that. Um, 
I mean, the Mets have had their injuries. I mean, Tyler McGill got placed on the – I didn't realize the 15-day IL was back either. Yeah, is that a thing? I, I actually just saw that too. I keep feeling like that's a typo. I, I, I apparently maybe no. it's just for pitchers. I don't know. I think it's new, or is it? Let's. See. It's pretty. I don't know, but I think, is it just for pitchers? MLB. Let's look. Minimum IL time. Yeah, spe- specifically for pitchers and two-way players. Interesting. Okay. That's smart, I guess. But um, so McGill's on the IL. Trevor May was bad before he was placed, but he's on the IL. DeGrom, obviously not back. Um, the lineup, I mean, Eduardo Escobar has really been bad recently. Dom Smith has been atrocious. Um, Lindor's been bad recently. He's he's really yeah. not played well. Um, he's got to figure it out, man. I mean, at this point, it's kind of like, all right, like, let's – I, I like I like Lindor, but he's got to put up better than two two thirty batting average right now. He just has to at the end of the day, and I think he can still figure it out. I think he can still be. I don't know if he'll ever be what he was in Cleveland. Um, I think the deal is is it's going to be an overpay no matter what he produces. I think it's way too much money, but um, I think the Mets are still the team to beat in the NL East. I mean, the Braves have kind of just been a mess. I think that the Braves really have. You know, they have their four or five good position players. The rest of the guys that they put out there are atrocious. And then, you know, their pitching is fine. I think the Phils are uh, a very interesting case when their pitching is going well because their lineup has proved this past road trip that it's, you know, finally kicking in the gear. Harper's looking good. They're better. Um, I think that they're – they really got to figure out the bullpen because, bro, there is a really good team somewhere in here, somewhere in there. They just got – they're very close. Like, today is a game that's like – that's, that's a game that prevents you from being a very good team. That's a, that, that's a, a game that, prevent, that, you know, separates you from being pedestrian. They need, a, they need an elite closer at the end of the day. They don't, they don't have that guy right now. But I just – Jerry Sfamilia is terrible. Get him out of my ball club, seriously. He is terrible. <laughs> he is terrible, and he's a horrid person on top of it. Like if what's you know, his ERA right now? Probably 4. above 4. four. It was three eight six coming into today. He gave up some runs, sir. Yeah, Good run. I think that um, one of the things about the New York Mets that I actually think really gives them an advantage is, I, I mean, Edwin Diaz right now is Ed Loose. Ed, look, it's not Ed Loose anymore, my friend. Edwin Diaz is. I think he's – him and Josh Hader are the two best closers in baseball at this point. I, I, I see no other way, honestly. I think Edwin Diaz right now – I mean, 2019 was just the, – with the baseballs, it was, it was fake. It was a fake season. I think you just got to take that year out of history. Um, filtering it out. It. And Edwin Diaz has been elite. Filtering it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm just filtering that year out. I mean, look, that, that was obviously a, a bad year for him. But, man, this suit is – when he, I mean, he is, he's figured it out again. I mean, his slider is unhittable. His fastball has been great. He looks amazing again. And, it, and it's huge for the Mets having that guy back there because he's been such a question mark for so long. And I feel finally confident when Edwin Diaz is in the baseball game that he's going to close the game. I think it's probably the first time ever. I mean, he was good last year. He had a three, four, five year array last year. In 2020, he had a 1.75 year array. He was all right last year. But he's, 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 been year. he's been excellent this year. He's been excellent this year. 
He's, he was good the last two years, but I think this is the first time where I'm actually looking at Edwin Diaz and I'm saying, I'm genuinely confident that this dude's going to mow down the other team when he comes in the baseball game. Yeah, I mean, I was, obviously I there's Corey still Canevel. Corey Knebel got the first two outs on like six pitches, too. That was the worst part. We met Corey. I met Corey Knebel. He's a nice guy. He signed a baseball for me. Um, he's, he's been, I think he's a good player. But, he's been pretty bad, though. Like, like bordering on awful, to be honest. He, he stroked some big ones in there, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's just associate, you know, like when you come to the Phillies bullpen, that's sort of a rite of passage. <laughs> <laughs> Got to blow at least three big leads before uh, June. <laughs> oh, man, the Phils. Um, Who do you think wins that division at the end of the year? Probably the Mets, just because we dig, dug ourselves a hole, but I definitely think we're going to end up in the playoffs. Do you think the Braves are the third third best team? I feel like we're saying that, and then they're, they're going to both. We'll see. We'll see. We'll progress. see. I don't know. I don't. I buy feel like their World Series that. last. Their World Series last year was so fraudulent. Not fraudulent, but like it was fraudulent. It was fraudulent. Just Eddie Rosario was and Jorge Soler were just playing way out of their big right. Whoa. <laughs> Jorge, Jorge Soler World Series MVP. Get the fuck out of here, dude. And Eddie Rosario and Eddie Rosario couldn't even hit the baseball at the start of this year. No, yeah. Well, because he's not a because he can't hit baseball. <laughs> that World Series, I still cannot believe that team won the World Series. It's just sad. Just sad. The, their pitching, the rotation was like not even that good, too. It's no, crazy. Right. Sickening. It's All right. Well, with that being said, that will do it for this week's episode of Outside the Arena. If you haven't already, please like, comment, and subscribe on the video. Check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Outside the Arena Podcast there. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Outside the Arena Podcast. We appreciate all the support. Hope this video does uh, as good as the other ones have, if not better. Um, we're putting in a lot of work, a lot of effort. So just stick with us. The videos are going to be coming out strong. Things are already going to be improving. You probably see the little border above us right now. That's new. It's looking good. The little blue border, the little thumbnail. I don't know if anyone's watching this right now, but uh, we're making improvements. We're upgrading. We're going to have a lot of guests on, hopefully some really big ones too. I'm going to work on that this week. So um, stay tuned, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, with that, take it easy, and we'll see you all next week on Outside the Arena.